Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. P.S. I Hate This Movie, a podcast where we take a realistic look into the unrealistic world of romantic comedies. I'm your host, Sarah Hunt. I'm James Petrogallo. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for joining me this week, James. We watched Bridget Jones's Diary. You got me good on this one. You were a trooper for this week. Man. (laughs) Brutal. We got Heigold once we again. Got, we got Zellwigged right now. Yeah, we got Zellwigged Ugh, hardcore. Um, Bridget Jones's Diary was in 2001, starring Renee Zellweger, Hugh Grant, and Colin Firth. Firth. That's a really tough name. Firth. It's not that. He was the guy in the movie with the, he was the, the King's Speech, right? Yeah. Oh, he was really good in that. <laughs> this, not so much. He's still good in this. This, the movie wasn't No, he good. wasn't. He, he, right, he had one face. He never changed emotion. He can't be, it's not a good, even when he's Let, fighting or okay, wanting we're, to Okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Good God, Let's people. just do our 90 second oh. recap so we can get into this because James is just Oof. to the gills. So the 90 second recap, I, usually I like to write my own and I, I use um, like, you know, IMDb's as a reference. This one was so fucking ridiculous. I have to read it, okay? Please. <clears throat> At the start of the new year, 32-year-old Bridget Jones, Renee Zellweger, decides it's time to take control of her life and start keeping a diary. Now, the most pro- now the most provocative, erotic, and hysterical book on her bedside table is the one she's writing. With a taste of adventure and an opinion on every subject, from exercise to men to food to sex and everything in between, she's turning the page on a whole new life. That is not the movie that I saw. Very few of those things happened. Very Number few. one, she, she maybe was on an exercise bike. She didn't ever talk about exercise. No, she had no insight. <laughs> she didn't have any insight as to exercising. The only she thing that she had an opinion on was what an asshole. Yeah, the only, the only thing that she had an opinion on was what an asshole Colin Firth was. That's it. No, she had an opinion on that and pretty much nothing else. Yeah. Nothing. No, she only exercised ever, like once. But anyway, so here's my fun fact for you for the week. This was nominated for one Oscar. Uh, that's shocking. That is shocking. <laughs> it didn't say that they won. They were nominated for Best Actress in a Leading Role for Renee Zellweger. Wow. They were also, I also learned wow. there's something called the Golden Schmoes. And uh, she was nominated for Best Actress of the Year. And I want to know what else is going on is with the like Golden a, Schmoes. Is this a raspberry type situation? I have no idea. I have no idea. Or? I didn't have time to look into it. But I'm, wow. I, you Better fucking believe I'm going to be is looking it, into the it, Golden Schmoes. Is it like the worst accents you can imagine in a movie? Yeah, I guess. Is that what it is? Like in a bad accent award? Yeah. A ceremony for it? Oh, jeez. So we, we're starting off BJD, oh. Bridget Jones's Diary. Uh, we've got some narration over the credits, all right? Sad, lonely woman narration over okay, the credits. Okay, I did not connect <laughs> the narration to Renee Zellweger. They have this person 
speaking yeah. in a British accent and they're showing Renee Zellweger walking and I'm like, okay, what's Renee Zellweger have to do with this British woman? And then they put it in and it's, it's Renee Zellweger and I'm thinking, why is she in this movie? Why? Everyone else is British. There are British actresses. I'm pretty sure they yeah. exist. Why the hell did they pick Renee Zellweger of all people? That wasn't my big hang-up. My big hang-up was in the narration she says it was her 32nd year of being single. So presumably... She's 32, all right? Mm-hmm. How early did she expect to be betrothed? <laughs> I think, yeah. She's... I don't think I thought about boys until I was about 18, I where I didn't think about them seriously. So, I mean, I, I think I would say from 18 on, so that would be however many years single, as opposed well, to she's... from the time I'm a newborn. Maybe she's 50. We don't know. Maybe she just no. looks... Well, maybe. Maybe she looks relatively okay for her age when we she's 50. We do find out that she is 32. Yeah. So that's just a little bit creepy. Mm. But I didn't care uh, essentially that. what this movie made me happy about is that my mother has never once tried to set me up with anybody. I assume that's just a British thing. In, in, in I Great think it's Britain, like... Once you're past, once you're like past the age of thirty, you're just fair game for your parents. I to think set that's you up everybody. I think that like once you're like you show no prospects and you like have been single, people start to like, oh, what's going on? As we saw through this whole movie, because everyone's like, how's your love life, Bridge? Does that happen though in real life? Or I is don't that just know. In this movie? I, think I don't that's know. Just in this movie, I don't think that happens. I think people it happens in other own. movies though. Yeah, but that's just that's a it's movie. It's so thing. fucking insulting. I feel like in real life people don't do that. They, they they instead whisper behind the person's back like she still hasn't found anybody. Oh, poor girl. They're like, hey, you're just having fun, aren't you? When they get to see her, you're think, so lucky. Oh man, being you, married sucks. You stay having out there, just having love a, you, <laughs> having a good time out there in the world. Yeah, I think that's what's going on. No one's actually. Sorry for her to her face. I do love the mom because the mom told her that she's never going to find anybody looking like she wandered out of Auschwitz. <laughs> that was pretty, pretty harsh. Pretty solid burn. That was a, poof, man. <laughs> it was my favorite. But it's odd because didn't she like, notoriously, wasn't this a big deal that she gained weight for this movie? Which probably, would she gain 12 pounds for this movie? She really was, it said she weighed 131 pounds. She's not big. No, no, she, that's what I mean. But, like, it, I don't know. It just made it. She's an Auschwitz. She, they brought up an oh. Auschwitz reference, and, the, and at the same time, the point is she's a little chunky. Oh, okay. Say, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, so the mom is introducing, the, so she's trying to set her up with this guy, uh, Mark Darcy, a.k.a. Colin Firth. <laughs> um, and yeah. so she tells him that, oh, she's like, oh, Bridget used to run around naked in your peddling pool. And it's like, that's a great icebreaker, though. It's an odd, that's an odd way to, 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 Bridge them, I would say. You know, bridge it them. Nope. All right, Um, but yeah, like so. What you were saying earlier, I can't decide whether or not Bridget Jones's or Renee Zellweger's British accent is good. I I don't know. I can't decide because it seems like it's okay. Like it seems like she does a good job at it, but I don't know. If she was an unknown actress, it would be fine. But she's not. She's Renee Zellweger, and I know what she looks like. And that accent does not come out of her scrunched up face. It just doesn't. I'm sorry. (laughs) They could only afford one like. A-list actress name because this, they spent most of their money on the soundtrack. Yeah, it did have a, a crazy soundtrack. Van Morrison, everything. Chaka Khan. You, you name it, everything. <laughs> R&B from 70s soul music. It was like a really well put together soundtrack. That was impressive. Yeah. So she... I think that was when CDs still sold, when people still bought right. CDs. So if you Yeah, would, still had an album. If you produced a soundtrack to a movie, people would buy the soundtrack right. rather than just... Download that old song on iTunes. Which well, their soundtrack did win a, co- a couple of awards. It's not like they made it. 
No, they didn't. But it won a couple of awards. That's like someone making a playlist at a party winning a fucking award for that. That's what they did. They put together a playlist of great... Other people made those great songs and you just said, yeah, that'd be good in my movie. Yeah. Here's a trophy for that. So... so she, the mom's trying to set Bridget Jones up with Colin Firth. Um, Colin Firth is basically like she, you know, smokes like a chimney, drinks like a fish. She's foul-mouthed, you know, whatever. And Bridget Jones overhears Colin Firth say that. And so she's like, all right, damn it, I'm going to get my life together. So she starts writing a diary. So a stranger that she doesn't care for says something about her and that... that- yeah. Spurs a change in her life. Yeah. Not anything else or everything else. Or, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Is so, this normal for women? Do you guys get, is this a woman I thing? Guess. I guess. I don't know. Just, she's unstable, right? This, she probably thinks that stuff already about herself. Like, you know, I, what, like, I, ugh, I'm just, you know, I got to get my shit together. And yeah. then like, so a complete stranger said it. And it's like, all right, I really got to get my shit together now. Yeah, this is not like every, because they try to make this like, she's like every woman, I think is the point of this, right? Am I, am I, am I, I don't know. I didn't right? glean that. I got, I, I'm getting this thing like they want everybody to relate to her. I yeah, feel like. I think, yeah. And I, but she's really an unstable person, just in general. I yeah. Think, also, so it's well, yeah, of course, we'll, we'll, get, we'll into get into that. Into that. Yeah, it's um, crazy. But anyway, one of my big problems was that she says that she wants to lose twenty pounds. Now that's some cherry picking British bullshit because they it oh, should be how in kilos, oh. not honoring the metric system. That's true. Do, so unless she's saying, I want to lose 20 pounds like fucking money. We need to know how the British measure themselves weight-wise. I know they're stone. They do it in kilos. They do it in stone, I know, for boxing. If you see a British boxer, they'll announce him in stone. Anyway, 17 and a half stone. That's, what? That's a, I feel like that's weird. Yeah, stone is and stone oh is like God. a certain amount of pounds. Stone is like, I don't know, 15 pounds or 8, 10, 12 pounds. I don't remember. Jesus. Yeah. So I don't know if she weighs herself in stone. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Was this a British movie or is this an American it was movie? Made, yeah, it was a British movie. It's a British movie. That I'm pretty sure it's a British movie. That explains the soundtrack because the rights to songs are cheaper yeah. in the UK than they are in the US, but still. Anyway, um, so she is writing her little diary saying that she wants to quit smoking. She doesn't want to drink that much. She wants to lose weight. And so she's hanging out with her friends, which we have the, um, the one girl with like the mousy voice, the vulgar one. And then the gay guy. It's Sex in the City with the guy being Samantha. Right? I literally... That's exactly what I put. I said Bridget <laughs> yeah. is the Carrie. And then yeah. I said that the gay guy is Samantha. The gay guy is a Samantha. But Samantha, let's be realistic, Kim Cattrall, much manlier than him. I would say she... <laughs> I would much... I, if, you, if they whipped him out on the table, my money's on Cattrall. Let's just put it that way. All right. Kim Cattrall or Hilary Swank? As far as bigger dick are we no. talking about? What's... <laughs> What are we getting into here? Who do I find more attractive? Yeah. It's not about me. <laughs> it's not about me. It's about the voters of America, the Oscar voters, and the, they've both won Oscars, right? They have. Um, she was nominated, this one. So. Kim Cattrall hasn't won anything or been nominated for shit, I would imagine. She's I don't terrible. I think so. Everything. She was nominated for Mannequin in 1987. Well deserved. Nah, not at so, all. So, um, Bridget Jones works at this publishing house, all right, and we find that she works for Hugh Grant. Mm-hmm. Great cardboard cutout job running a Disgusting. publishing house. Disgusting. Great cardboard yeah, cutout Yeah, cardboard guy. cutout job. Yeah. But I don't understand what the appeal of Hugh Grant is. Does he have to be witty about fucking everything? It's so annoying. 
Well, it's weird because normally he's a bumbling Woody Allen type. Yeah. And in this one, he's not. This one, he's Mr. Yeah, he's Mr. supposed to be so fucking stoic. He's and... completely suave in this one, which yeah, is very but odd. not really. No, but he's supposed to be. I mean, for like British suave. Which yeah, is I like, guess. Yeah. There's a certain amount of humility in a, in a British suave. I don't understand the appeal of Hugh Grant. I just really do not. I can't imagine. I, I, all the women liked him for a while. For like, what, 10 years? It was Hugh Grant season. Boy, they were crazy about it. <laughs> For years, man. He's like British Matthew McConaughey. In a way, in a way, he's—I just don't understand him. And he was married to Elizabeth Hurley. Oh yeah, he was married to Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah, when he got in trouble with the prostitute, that's who he was married to. Because everyone was like, "He's married to Elizabeth Hurley. Why is he going out with transvestite prostitutes?" Was it? I don't remember if it was a. I don't know. Allegedly. It's not allegedly. He got arrested for it and paid a fine. That that is on the books. That is a fact, a legal fact. I know, but we're not really. Do you have that committed to memory? He was on Letterman. All right, that's fine. All right, or that's Jay fine. Leno or whatever. And they, or it was Leno, I think. And he said, what do you think? Yeah, because that was what changed the late night war. Was it Jay Leno? Okay, that's on another All right, subject. never mind. Yeah. Well, any, as far, any distance we get away from this movie is a good thing for all of us. <laughs> Trying to get some right. distance here. So Bridget Jones wears kind of like a, she's a little scantily clad one day, right? And so her boss decides that it's a good idea to be like, you appear to be missing your skirt. And then they have like a little bit of playful banter back and forth, yes, right? Yes. Fucking a, disgusting. Yeah, inter-office email banter, yeah. Disgusting. That's terrible. Yeah, I thought that was, uh, yeah, I don't think that would fly in this country I either. just don't understand how some people think that they're just so fucking cute and that they can just be like, oh, you seem to be missing your skirt. And it's like, oh, yeah, you seem to be missing your manners. The size of my skirt has nothing to do with what yeah, you but say. She reeks of desperation in this movie. This, well, this I mean, person. obviously, reeks of it, and he reeks of do confidence. Do you not have Those any fucking self-respect that you can be like, "Hey, fuck you"? I don't think she does in this movie. No, I really don't, and not at this point, anyway. Anyway, ladies, she's beaten down. Avoid all Daniel Cleavers in your life if he's telling you that your skirt's missing or whatever. You tell him. I would have to concur. Yeah, tell him where the fucking dick. door is, pal. Yeah. Really. Yeah. If he was a nice guy, he would have whispered that to the guy next to him instead and said, look at that. that check it out. A nice or he would just make a mental note to himself. Yes. Check I mean, it out. I hope she doesn't wear, I hope she wears a shorter skirt tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. Really, he's really screwing himself because now saying that, now she's not going to wear any more short skirts because he's noticing and she's going to think that I'd she's going to be embarrassed. I wear jeans every day. Well, I'd See? wear jeans every day anyway. I wouldn't be caught dead in a skirt. I don't feel like he's attracted to her at all either. No, I think that he just thinks, okay, look at that. She's wearing like no clothes. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so they start flirting. Like, through email, and then she immediately fantasizes their wedding. Do women do that? You're asking me if women do that. I was yeah. I think it's in my notes to ask you if women do that. Oh, uh, you okay. should know if they do that. I can't tell what in this movie is dream sequence from reality. They don't do a good job of Every, delineating that. And everything is shot and acted and portrayed like it's a dream sequence. Everything's, like, ridiculously happy or ridiculously awkward or there's like no... Like the dog's like sniffing at her being the, the, dead? Yeah. Was that a dream sequence or was she, I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm really... Okay. So do men do that then? Do what? they fantasize about weddings after flirting no. with somebody? No. They don't fantasize about weddings while they have the well, tuxedo on. We fantasize... <laughs> I fantasize about our divorce party. Well, yeah. But that, that was different. That's a special occasion for all of, for all of <laughs> that would be involved. But So... Bridget Jones has got to go to some opening thing at, you know, for some launch of a book. 
at her work, because right? she's a publisher. She's a publisher. She, well, kind. she's like a publishing assistant or whatever. Yeah. So she's trying to make sure that she looks good because she knows that there's a potential of going out with Hugh Grant afterwards. Yeah, and that's so a good thing. Apparently. I guess. To her, I mean. This so is... she's looking through her underwear selection, and she's going for the thong versus the granny panties. Okay. Yeah. I have a big problem with this. Wear whatever the fuck is comfortable, right? Because yeah, but she explained why. Why? Because she said if he sees these, I would like him to see these, but then I want to look good, so she puts the, like the Spanx type underwear Isn't on. Is it the goal so to get the get... underwear off anyway? Yes, but she 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 presents what I would assume would be a very interesting uh, you know problem for a woman but to to think about of which one do I go with. Do you guys actually care about that? I just wear whatever the fuck's we, comfortable. We don't care at all. We don't we don't care. I, I would assume some guys have some sort of weird lingerie fantasy or something, but. Most of us, we don't care. That's an expensive fucking we hobby. Just, yeah. We don't want That's them on. That's an expensive on. fucking hobby because they're not even goddamn comfortable. And then you're just going to take them off anyway. Yeah, I don't know what guys are into that, but I think they're really... That's, and they're expensive. They're wasting time and money. As I digress. Um, <clears throat> so they're at the party. I have written down here that they always fucking run into Colin Firth. She like every single place that she goes, she always runs into Colin Firth. Yeah, he's everywhere. This Colin Firth, he, he does that's, not. That's creepy. I think. He's at like a Mi- certain point, he's stalking. He's her. like Michael Myers in Halloween. Like every yeah. time he's walking, she turns he around, he, he comes out from behind a, uh, like the hedges and never <laughs> smiles has a serious look on his face. <laughs> he might be stalking her to kill her. Stay tuned. We don't know for the rest. Yeah, of the we're movie. not actually sure. We'll find. We don't out, know but... what his intentions were. Maybe I... that's what we find mm-hmm. out in Bridget Jones too. Oh no! Is there how many Bridget Joneses are there? Three. <laughs> wow! How yeah. does this stretch to three movies? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know how it's one movie. I actually three don't movies. know. Holy shit! What is she doing? Didn't she find the guy now? What's what's wrong? Spoiler alert! At the end, she's happy. <laughs> What happens then? Is it, is it does it go bad between here and there? What's the story? I don't. I get don't know. It. I've never seen the other two. Oh, Jesus. But so both Bridget Jones and Hugh Grant ask Salman Rushdie um, where the bathrooms are. Yeah, the author. Why? Why yeah. he's in this? This poor bastard. I have no idea. I think that they work in that building, so they should know where the goddamn bathrooms are. But it doesn't matter because that's one of the pillars of adulthood for me. Is that you should know. Where every bathroom is, wherever you go, and your access to them. So you should know this place has a bathroom that's open to the public. This one's for customers only, which, by the way, that policy is bullshit. Well, who wants to clean up some non-paying customer's poop? (laughs) If I got to go to the bathroom, I got to go to the bathroom. If you purchase something, poop cleanup cost is factored (laughs) into the price of that item. No. That's the thing. No. So other people are going to have to pay extra for their poop cleanup because you dropped will, the free deuce. I no, will I literally, so. it doesn't always have to be poop, but I will literally never go to a church's chicken because I was denied access to a bathroom. I was denied a room at the inn around Christmas time. I had to go to the bathroom and they wouldn't let me go because they said that I had to be a customer. So now you never have to eat church's chicken again? I think they did you a favor. I, I think really I do. I win. I think you win. Point Sarah. Boom. Um, so then they, uh, Hugh Grant and Bridget Jones go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. Was it, did she wax her legs before this? I think so. Okay. So that was a really weird, like a, like a home alone moment when she was waxing her legs. Like she ripped it off and then she's like, oh, that was like what women want with Mel Gibson. Yeah, it was what women want. It yeah. felt a lot like that. Yeah, like no, they're... it really was. So they're talking and I guess, well, so he says, he's like, I think I should take your, your skirt out to dinner. 
Which I guess is a smooth line. Yeah, well, for a fucking pervert, yeah, it's a smooth line. I wouldn't think it was. I think I need to take your skirt out to dinner and you can come too. I'd be like, all right, see you later. Well, they have a cheeky little relationship, don't they, where they go back yeah, and forth? Yeah, I guess. And... They're doing a back and forth thing. That's so exhausting. Every one of these movies, though, it starts like that. All of them. No one can just talk to each other. If like you think to yourself, beings. oh, this is cute and we're doing a cute little back and forth, I think. According to all of these movies, I think it's safe to assume that that guy is going to be an asshole and he's going to screw you over in some capacity. Yeah, well, he's good at flirting, so that's a bad sign. Exactly, because (laughs) he's lying to her. You can tell that he's so clearly lying about that fiancé story. Yeah, Because you're like, oh, all right, weirdo. That's, yeah, okay, we'll get to that, but yeah, okay, he tells the story. So he tells... He tells, because he's like, how do you know Mark Darcy, Colin Firth? And she's like, oh, apparently I used to run naked around his paddling pool, whatever. He tells the story about how he was engaged to somebody, but then Mark Darcy slept with her, and then now yes. they're not friends Hugh anymore. Grant was best man at Colin Firth's wedding. Yeah. They have a past. The but, past is Hugh Grant says, dude, slept with his wife. Which, obviously, right away, I was like, okay, Colin Firth never smiles, has no personality, He's not seducing anyone's wife. And he wore that reindeer sweatshirt. That's what I mean. So I looked at that and I'm like, no, this is yeah, a lot. so full of the shit. Whole, that's what I don't get. The whole premise, the whole plot of this movie, the whole thing that ties everything together and makes it all a big weird situation mm-hmm. is complete bullshit that nobody believes. Yeah. So that's what I don't understand yeah. either. That's why I hate this movie. That's why? Well, there's several reasons. <laughs> I was going to say, let's... Yeah. let's I'm going to watch it again? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't ever want to. Now I never have to watch it. I'm going to have to watch two and three now. Yeah, we do have to watch two and three. So, um, so they go out to dinner and then they end up sleeping together, right? He sees her enormous granny panties. Thank God we figured out what panties she's going to be wearing. Yes. So now they've been having sex for the past couple of days. Her mom calls. This is one of the plot points is that the mom and dad are going to be getting divorced or separating or whatever. Yes. Her mom calls because she wants to go out with some home shopping network, whatever, dude. The, the pitch man on the home shopping yeah. network. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. He's selling like like shitty jewelry. Yeah. He's selling like... Like yeah. QVC shitty jewelry. Yeah, yeah whatever. But like he thinks mall he's kiosk pretty hot jewelry. shit. That's part of the plot, but it doesn't really come up. It's not very prominent right now, right? So... Um, I don't think it's prominent ever. No one... It is, who though. Who cares? I didn't care about her parents, did you? I didn't yeah, care I about her. I the dad. I guess. I thought, honestly, though, the dad seemed like he had some sort of dementia. I think he should have been put in a home anyway. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why they're worried about his love life. He's sitting around acting like a weirdo. I think he needed to, to I think he was good to retire from, from uh, you know, looking for love at this point. All right, so um, Bridget Jones and Hugh Grant are going to go on a mini holiday, a.k.a. a road trip, right? And so she's like, I, you know, this is, she's taking it seriously, right? Because she's like, we're going on a road trip. Yeah. Because you don't take someone that you're just banging on a road trip. I guess not. Maybe British standards are different. I'm not sure. Is that what you think it is? Because she, no, I, I was no like, idea. I'm like, he is even more of an asshole because you don't do that if you don't like somebody. I, the whole time they were going... I, I was barely paying attention because I was 99% sure it was a dream sequence when they were in the car. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about in this movie. When it's a dream sequence, it's like, um, who cares? This isn't furthering the plot. So I kind of zone out. Yeah. So I thought this was a, a dream sequence when she's like, has the, you know, the, the thing on her head. What is that? Like a scarf on her head and then yeah. it blows off. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is just a dream sequence because it looked very silly and very kind of. No, but it's no, just that she has a very real. silly life. And then I had to 
try to catch up and figure out what happened. So I was really confused. Again, we run into Mark Darcy. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. They're not He's even at the same thing. town. They're and he out brought, the countryside. Yeah, exactly. They're out in the countryside. And she, they run into him for whatever reason. And her, his boring friend, Natasha. Oh, they are male and female versions of each other. They look like siblings. One. Yeah, it's weird. That was creepy, right? Yeah, I, they're they're both they're both smooth down below. I feel like they're both yeah, they're Barbie like dolls. pod people. Yeah, they have no genitalia whatsoever. But like, yeah, because that really bothered me because England None. is a really large place. And yeah, I was like, how the fuck do they keep running into each other every you, single scene? He's there. No, it's like they live in a town with three hundred people. Yeah, and, and that's it. There's no place yeah. around. It's like the Truman Show. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's just like the Truman yeah, Show. This town is the Truman Show. Did the thing that disturb you? This disturbed me a lot. Um, Renee Zellweg says, uh, "I hope you know that what you just did is illegal in several countries." Oh, when they were in bed together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, I whenever I the movies do this all the time too. Movies do this all the time. They'll just speak of some weird sexual thing they just did. It's all the butt. They're always talking about the butt. There's nothing else it's they could be angle. talking about. Yeah. They act like this, this. What else could be illegal? They act like sex is some big giant palette that you can choose any color of. There's, it's pretty fucking limited, and that, that they're talking about butt stuff, and that's it. That's what's going on. <laughs> well, what else could be illegal? Butt sodomy. That, well, that's what I mean. It's nothing else in that would be yeah. illegal, and like I said, unless the laws of the UK are way different than they are in the rest of the world. I don't yeah. Know. But I feel like they're talking about some weird butt stuff. I'm not sure exactly <laughs> what kind. I don't know. But here's a hint, ladies. If he dodges questions, like when you say, do you love me or do you, you know, do you like me? Do you see this going anywhere? If he dodges the question, that's a fucking red flag. Here's a hint, ladies. Don't ask that question. Yeah. Stop asking well, it. Especially after they've only been going out for like four days. No, don't ask it. If he doesn't say it to you, he doesn't feel that way. There's your answer. Stop that's asking. That's a good point. That's Stop actually asking a great for point. Yeah. You guys ask and you set yourself up. You're making us lie at that point. Because yeah. uh, A, it's either a self-serving lie or sometimes we honestly feel bad and we're like, sure, we'll say we really like them and maybe we'll like them soon and we'll try and like them. That's honestly or at how, least you know that we'll put out. Or we know that we have you where we want you. Either way, you're putting yourself in a bad position, so stop doing that. Stop asking. He'll tell you if how he feels. Yeah. He will. To his own regret, even if because he might not think you reciprocate. We're human too. Sometimes. Oh, you are? Sometimes. Oh, interesting. But, but Hugh Grant isn't in this movie. That's the no. main point here. No, he's not. So the whole point of Hugh Grant going on the road trip with Bridget Jones is to go to this Tarts and Vicars party. I'm not sure what a vicar is because It's I... a priest. A oh, vicar is okay. a church person. Okay. No, I, I did know. not know that. Yes, I knew what enough. a tart was, obviously, because yeah. the one lady was dressed up like a stone-cold prostitute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, she well, was dressed up like a Playboy bunny. Uh, Bridget Jones' father had the collar on. Uh, oh, okay. And the other guy had, like, the Pope outfit on. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a religious figure. Well, yeah, I like it. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Seen enough British television to know that. That's a weird party concept. Whores the, and priests. It's str- I never heard of that. Is that like cops before. and robbers? That's I never heard of that before. <laughs> I, I I said that's that's one of those things where I said, well, that has to be British. There's no way that's a thing I've just never heard of because we don't have that here. We can bring it back now because we have the young pope. That's true. I, over we can here, have a Tarts and Vickers party here. I don't know. Pri- priests at a party with people dressed scantily over here. To, that's not that's not a good visual. We've no. had a lot. We've had a lot of issues here. I don't no. know if the English church has had the same type of uh, problems that we've had here. but Yeah. 
It's much different. So um, Colin Firth is at the Tarts and Vickers party again, fucking stalker. Um, but I thought that what was super, I didn't know how to feel about this, but the orange jewelry man. Yes. He says his... to Bridget Jones, he's like, you and your mother should be, or could be sisters. That's kind of an insult to Zellweg. It's a huge insult to Zellweg, I thought too. <laughs> Especially when she's sitting there Her feeling. Her mother looks 80 years old. <laughs> you, you failed to mention that this party isn't that isn't a oh, yeah, priest yeah, yeah, that's right. party. I'm sorry. She so shows up it, dressed like a Playboy bunny. Yeah, so Renee Zellweger is dressed up like a Playboy bunny. I'm sorry, I got so excited about Well, obviously. <laughs> I got so excited. I got way ahead of myself. So they, the creepy uncle didn't tell her that it wasn't a whore and priest party yes. because he was wanting to be pervy with her and whatever. Yeah, so she's dressed like a human bunny. Yeah, so she's dressed like a Playboy bunny, just like Legally Blonde. I didn't see Legally Blonde. Oh, well, we have to watch that one, because Legally Blonde, Reese Witherspoon. Okay, whatever. Um, wow. That's going to be brutal. Anyway, so uh, so Daniel can't, or Hugh Grant can't go to the party because he has to work. Oh, man. But that was the whole point of him going out to the fucking countryside. Yeah, well. Was to go to the Tarts and Vickers party, and then he's like, oh, I can't. I got to I gotta go. Yeah, he's got a lot of important work. He's stuff. got a lot of important work to do because he's he, got to crunch the figures. Well, he has a really good cardboard cutout man job. Uh, it's so funny, too, because the two guys in this movie that she's got, you know, the two love yeah. interests or whatever, are both cardboard cutout jobs. Publishing guy, attorney. They're both cardboard cutout. Just good job. That's it. Never yeah, but at normal. least one of them isn't an asshole because you went on about being a publicist and how full of shit they are. Publicists are full of shit. But wouldn't you rather go out with Colin Firth than Hugh Grant? Colin Firth's an attorney. Yeah, so wouldn't you rather... No, he was a... He's not a publicist. He's, he's an like attorney. He's a human rights person. He's a barrister. That's an attorney. He's a, he's yeah, a lawyer. but he's a, he's a human rights he's lawyer. He's not a publicist. You said he's a publicist. No, he's, I said Hugh Grant's a publicist. He's a publisher, not a publicist. The publisher. He publishes books. Oh, I thought he was a publicist. No, he this publishes books. I knew they worked for a publishing house, but I thought he was a publicist. I didn't even know what Bridget Jones did. That's awesome. I just knew she sat at a desk. Like, I didn't oh, even know what no. she did. Yeah, he's a publisher, not a publicist. Okay. No, yeah, no. Books. I thought... I, I, I knew all the they books worked... on a shelf in no, his no, apartment? No, I knew that they... Yeah, that was a it's, nice his apartment. His apartment's like a library. I knew that they worked in a publishing house. I just oh, wasn't 100% oh. on what his job title was there. I, I just knew he was her boss. That's it. Yeah, no, I think and she like, sat at a computer, so I had no idea what they did. And they never show her screen either. They no, just show that, except for them typing that to each other. Blue monitor. They don't show that what awful she's doing. Apple on there. monitor. Yeah. No, but like literally, they only showed like them flirting back and forth. I had no idea what she did. Well, they, they're not really clear on it. I'll be <laughs> never really. They're, they're really clear. not. It's not like you're you're left in the dark. So he. We, it turns out that you know Bridget Jones leaves the party early to go and see him because she's upset that you know the party didn't yeah. go well, and so she goes there by the way what always happens she shows up at a party basically in her underwear where it's inappropriate what always happens in people's dreams they show up places what in their fucking underwear it's a dream sequence that's the other (laughs) when she showed up to that i said oh it's a dream sequence oh the whole trip's is dream sequence okay i I thought the the drive was and then i was no this is a dream sequence no this is the actual movie uh, that's how shitty this this movie is. It's all a dream sequence. So she goes there to see a familiar face, right? And so she's, you know, Hugh Grant's, of course, acting all sorts of weird. Oh, yeah. Evasive. Evasive. Very evasive. 
Boy. But such a cool apartment. I do want to live there. I thought I, it's. I thought it was the office at first. No, I mean, no, that's no. how cool it was because it, it's like it's got a weird like balcony thing and a, and until she opened the door to the bedroom, so many books. So many books. It's like a library in there. Yeah. Yeah. So she opens up the door to the bedroom. You know those she... publicists, famous for their knowledge of literature. <laughs> Sorry. You could be a book publicist. Yeah, but you wouldn't have to read books to be a book publicist. You no, just but have you to be just proficient get books. Bullshit. Yeah. You just get books from people. True, that true. Who, who your clients. Yeah, well, you put them on the well, That's true. But his looked like they were read, and you know, a publicist wouldn't actually read them because that that's would be true. not a lie no, at that true. point. And they well, it doesn't lie. look like he's touched those books at all. Maybe not. You're right. Well, he's full of shit too. Ooh, maybe he's a publicist publisher. Oh no. <laughs> maybe is... he's a publisher's publicist. Oh God, watch out! <laughs> okay, it's coming. So she opens up the bedroom door because she hears something and she thinks that somebody's there. And so then he somehow fucking is a sociopath and convince her, convinces her that nobody's there. But then there's this big fucking bright pink jacket at the front. And that's like, did you not see that on the way yeah, in? Yeah, no, she missed that one completely. And uh, so then she's upset. So then she bursts into the bathroom to some chick in the bathroom on the bathtub with like a look book. A, it looked like a restaurant menu. Like she was no, that power. was part. It looked like one of the presentations. Oh, maybe I thought it was a big restaurant, and menu. it was like covering. So she's nude. It looked like behind a big, it. it looked like a big steakhouse menu. She was holding like hmm, I'll have I'll have the. I thought she was going to no, order the porterhouse. No, it looked like one of the yeah. I'll have from, the porterhouse with baked potato. Yeah. But she's from New York, and it's funny because she's the only person that we hear that has an American accent, and it sounds weird. It does sound weird. I don't know what. Then she never speaks for the rest of the movie. Luckily, again, thank we never God, hear, I never hear her again. Um, um, all nice British accents for the rest of the movie, and then Renee Zellweger. Yeah. So then Renee Zellweger's all upset because she's only been dating this Hugh Grant for, like, fucking four days, right? Yeah. And so she's all upset, and so she's watching, what was it, Fatal Attraction? Yes, yeah. She's watching fucking Fatal Attraction, and then Lion's having sex. Yeah, it was all... That was weird. What is British television? It's a, Well, it was 2001 also, so they used to have, like, Discovery, like, you know, nature shows on. I don't know if they do that anymore or if it's Gross. just reality. It's like, oh, the male penit. I'm like, nope. Yeah, the coitus is brief. I was like, what the fuck is they going on? They said penetrated on they television. They did say penetrated. And then, it wasn't an episode of Law and Order. No, it definitely wasn't. Then she goes back to work with Hugh Grant after that. Well, yeah, so she goes back to work with Hugh Grant and she goes into his office and he's trying to be a snake and be like, listen, yeah. you know, I'm really sorry about that and blah, blah, blah. And then he chooses then to be the time to be like, you know, hey, by the way, we're engaged. What? Uh, not before. Not before he told her, he told the Zellwigster how, what, how much, how great this other girl is. He basically said, look, she's way better than you. See? Oh, so remember? I have no choice but to marry her. You know, I don't yeah. want a commitment from you because you're terrible, but she's fantastic. And in the bathroom, the girl goes, I thought she'd be thinner. You what? Sa- you said she was thinner. Oh, that's right. I thought you said she was thin. I think you said, yeah. You said. yeah. So she knows that he's banging Zellweg, yeah. and then she's like, yeah, sure, let's get hitched. What? Yeah. It feels like this is, the, okay, I thought about this. They had an arrangement. He was in LA. She, he was in, 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 in London. She was in New York. 
She knows what kind of guy he is. And so he said, she said, hey, guess, you know, you can go do your thing. Go out. You find yourself a girl. You just tell me all about it always. And he actually was like, okay, I can cheat on people, but I can tell her about it. So I feel like he was banging Zellweger. Scumbag. Telling Broad in New York. And she's, he, she said, well, what she looked like. And he described her. And then she sees her. The, the New York lady sees Zellweger and says, I thought she was thinner. I thought you said she was thinner. So, Scumbag. Yeah. They were probably had some sick, perverted thing where they talked about her while they Disgusting. did things to each other. It's gross. Most likely illegal things. You gra- Yeah, pooper illegal things. Illegal things after four days. In the, oh my God. Have some fucking respect. Awful. Wow. So good for you, right? So it's so funny because, um, so she quits and he's like all upset about it. Yeah. Why? I don't know. You think he'd be like, got that one out of here. Perfect. Now I can... He's like, well, actually, you need to give me a six weeks notice. And it's like, actually, no, I don't. She must be very important around the office. But she's not. I think that he just, I think that he just likes the idea of like, you know, just in case New York Mm -hmm. girl goes back to New York, he can still have his fucking side piece. That's disgusting. Well, yeah, that's what she was to begin with, with her, with him. That's what, now here's the thing. He could have just been honest with her. And said, like, look, you another know, opportunity. Well, no, when when they were when she when she started saying her feelings for him, he could have. That was an opportunity for him to go, oh, like I don't know what you're, you know, what you think it is. She, he knew that the other that his fiance was coming back. Yeah, he could have just said, look, I don't know what you think this is, but I'm just having fun. I'm actually seeing somebody else too. You know what I mean? They're in New York, but you know, whatever. We have this relationship. He could have just been honest with her, and it would have saved all this trouble. She would have said, "Oh well, I don't know. I like this," and they would have worked together probably. Yeah. And after three weeks, it would have been less awkward, and everybody would have been fine. Yeah. The dishonesty. The dishonesty. God damn it. So Bridget Jones is all upset because she just learned that Hugh Grant is actually engaged, and you know that I guess she loved him. I don't know. Who you can't. But tell anyway, so she decides. Okay, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to write more in my diary. Why? And whatever. So she's going to the gym. And then she starts looking for a new job. What is it with the diary? I don't know. I've never written in a diary. I had a diary when I was a little kid. And I always forgot to write in it. So I'd always write like the next day. Like for yesterday. And I was like, today was a good day. Okay. And then I would always forget about it. Guys just get drunk and play fantasy football. So I didn't know what, why that was. No, no, no. I never understand like... I guess maybe that's why I'm insane because maybe like a lot of ladies, they like write out their feelings in a journal or something. I just don't do that. Yeah. I, I'm Irish. I repress and internalize. Okay. I feel like the journal would make you crazier anyway because then, you're, then yeah. you're essentially talking to yourself. So I, th- I feel like that can't help. I already do that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's more <laughs> formal. I already do that a it's lot. It's more formal on paper. That's true. If you say it out loud, it can be denied later. If you wrote it, it's I didn't say there. that to myself. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, good for you, BJ. You're going to look for a new fucking job she starts applying for television okay here's what i love i want to move to england and get a job there because apparently you don't need to have experience at anything yeah, you like, can just go be a, a tv person she was basically just a i don't know she was a, a low-level person at a publishing house and then she's an on-air tv personality next thing you know yeah. so like, sure we'll hire you it's like what the hell yeah Why? and the guy the guy who's hiring her um you know for sit up britain he's like um, why are you looking for this job? And she goes, oh, because I shagged my boss and I got, you know. I had to leave. I had yeah. to leave. And then he's like, oh, you don't get sacked for shagging the boss at Sit Up Britain and that's principle. I was like, 
I would not work there at all. That's really crazy. Was she? I don't feel like she was in journalism at all. I don't know why. How no, I don't that, know why she even applied for a television. It makes job. no sense. I really don't understand. So I, re- it was really offensive how they kept highlighting like how fucking single Bridget Jones is because now she's going to this multiple married couples dinner. Yeah, she's the same. And she's the yeah. only one. And somehow she's supposed to be representative of all of the single women in the world because they're like, why are so many women in their 30s still single, Bridget? Because you're the voice of that population. Yeah, she's got a (laughs) dissertation all ready to roll. I've been studying this for years, actually. Yeah, my senior paper was on... Yeah, she wrote a a fucking dissertation about it. So strange. (laughs) So strange. So I just, I didn't understand, but fucking Natasha, man. Colin Firth's sister. Oh, yeah. Sister girlfriend or whatever the hell she is. is. Yeah. She's like, oh, you're not in your bunny costume. It's like, fuck you, lady. That was a party and it was supposed to be a costume party. And just because you're frigid bitch ass didn't get the invite. You didn't get the original invite. I got the original invite. I want to see Frigid and Bridget throw down. Frigid. Frigid Jones's diary. Frigid Jones's diary. She's not frigid. I'll tell you that much. No, she's she's got love to give. Her heart is warm. No, but no, but Natasha is frigid. Oh Jones. yeah, she is. She is. Yeah. I would love that. What I would love. Closed up tight like a cave. Because she wants it's to collapsed. be with Mark Darcy, right? Because she wants to be engaged to Colin Firth. Yeah. So then he dumps her, right? At the end, spoiler alert, he dumps her. Come on. The spinoff should have been her diary where she goes Who? to the gym. Frigid the, Natasha. Frigid N- yeah. Natasha. Okay. So then yeah. we could make the spinoff Frigid Jones' diary. That would diary. be excellent. Her, her diary would be super boring though. It would just be very boring. Today I woke up at five o'clock and I went to the. I had one egg. <laughs> I drank tea and looked upon the river. I think that would be it right there. They'd be like, okay. I folded my laundry and ironed my underwear. But by the way, the diary she. We'll get to this at the end, yeah. but I have questions about the diary okay. here at the end of this movie. We're getting we're getting there. Yeah. So, again, Colin Firth's at the goddamn dinner. Again, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. He is the man. And so Bridget Jones gets up and she's like, "Okay, I've really, I, you know, I'm I'm too single for this party. Yeah, <laughs> I'm too single for this. <laughs> too single. Too furious. <laughs> 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 so she leaves. Colin Firth chases after her. To tell her that he likes her exactly as she is. What a weird turn of events. Yeah. He seems to be on a date with Natasha, but he also wants to tell Bridget Jones how he feels about her. Why, I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm curious about. So he's kind of an asshole, too. Is anyone not an asshole in this movie? Is there a character in this movie who's not a complete asshole besides maybe her father? The dad, I was going to say. The dad's not an asshole. Maybe the dad. He's just got dementia. So you're either an asshole or completely loopy in this Salman movie. Salman Rushdie wasn't bad either. He was fine. I don't he told he... everybody where the bathroom was. That's it. He didn't speak much, but he did no. have knowledge of the bathroom. Um, after, the, after that party, and then she's, she tells all of her friends, he says that he likes me exactly as I am. And it's like, What? So she, she was just talking about how much she hates him yeah. and whatever. And then now she's like, well, he said he liked me for how I am. Does that make him okay? Does that now? make him okay? Yeah. I was wondering, I'm like, does he get a pass now? Apparently he's such an asshole. He doesn't smile once. He, he, he shows you smile. zero warmth. No, there's no warmth in this so, And he's just like, oh, I like you just as you are. It's like, okay, you weirdo. Like, 
Yeah, he's the whole movie he plays like someone who's very close. Someone I feel like all these other characters are in this movie and his character is going on a journey where someone close to him, very very close to him just died and yeah. he's trying to like recover from it. And yeah, he always looks like he's tucking in his bottom lip yeah, like I'm going to start crying. He's got there's something else going on in his mind that yeah. no one else knows about. I'm a little worried about him. Well, me too actually. Um because he's following Bridget Jones everywhere. He is. So she Go so she's got this one um, story that she's gonna get, you know, being her TV journalist self, and it's like an impossible story about, you know, this like incredible love story. This guy is gonna get fucking deported yeah, and yeah, whatever. It's not even a it doesn't even story. matter. Yeah, but apparently it's a big deal, huge story. And yeah. <clears throat> so the boss, the TV guy, wants Bridget Jones to cover the story, and so she is not able to cover the story. And the camera guy's like, "I don't know if anybody got an interview." Fucking Colin Firth is at the goddamn store where she's at getting yeah. cigarettes again, again. Anyway, right, yeah. looking like a fucking mortician. And then it's court. He's, he's dressed up in his court gear. I know. He's a barrister. But he looks um, like a mortician. He does. It's a weird, weird outfit. Let it's me a, have this. He's got, he's got <laughs> crazy, like, ruffly ascot on. Yeah. So he's like, oh, what a dink! I was representing those people. So let me give you the most unqualified reporter the best story in town, apparently. Oh, yeah. And then she's got the confidence of, I don't even know what. She's like, oh, I'm going to go to the farmer's market. I'm going to take on a three-course meal for my birthday. Yeah, she cooks for other people also, on her yeah, birthday. Also, yeah, what kind what of asshole friends does she have? Yeah, what, she has to cook for them on her birthday? Is that a yeah. cultural thing? I don't know. See, all, anything I don't understand like this, I'm chalking up to it being British. That's yeah. It. That's all I'm doing. And then, so the mom calls her up to complain. Doesn't even call to wish her happy birthday. She's like, oh, my boyfriend sucks. That whole thing. Right? Yeah. So that's, we're just, we're updating you on the mom and dad divorce yeah. thing. You didn't care. And neither do we. I did. I was very I sad care. for the dad. He was sad. He's he doesn't cute. even know where he is. He, he doesn't, doesn't have know. dementia. He does. He thinks it's 1968. He has no uh, idea what's going on. Also, Bridget Jones, maybe exercise and like reading all those self-help books about like what men want or whatever, read a fucking cookbook. She's a tragically a terrible cook. Yeah, she's not great. And how at hard is it to cook British food? It's all slop. Just boil it and it's just, you, of course, she boiled something. That was, yeah, you they, boil, they lived up to the stereotype. You boil a meat and then you just slop something together. Yeah, she made blue soup, which was, I, I, I don't know, was that an Alfred I don't know what she was reference? attempting. Was that an, an Alfred Hitchcock reference? Oh, I didn't even put that together. Alfred Hitchcock, if you don't know, used to have parties where he would do things to fuck with his guests. And one of them was he would just serve all the, all the food would be blue, but he would not say anything about it. And he would do it just to see if they were too stiff to mention, you know, what's up with the blue food? And he said no one would say anything ever. Cause really? Would, yeah, because he like... That would, it, would be, I wouldn't be able to help it. Because like the polite British society like that, he thought that was hilarious, Alfred Hitchcock. And he liked to fuck with people and push the limits of their politeness, I wouldn't even basically. be able to help it. I'd be like, why is this blue? Absolutely. Yeah, me too. I'd be like, dude, what's up with everything's blue? This is crazy. Is this like a, any reason is this a for theme? that? Yeah. Are we, the, did I miss something? Yeah, what's going on? Is it Easter? Is it like a, a robin's yeah. egg? What are we doing? So he, uh, Colin Firth comes over 
to her house while she's cooking to save the day. What a fucking creep. He even just shows up at her house uninvited. Well, with the article that he helped her land the about so the what? Interview. Wait until call first. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It's two thousand one though. We don't have cell. Not everyone has a cell phone, so this is not the time of hey, I'll text you when I'm outside. They did have dial a lift though. They did, but I mean, this isn't that. This is the time of sometimes you just stop by because you weren't near a phone. They, yeah, still okay, that that's true. Kind of like the, in Deadwood. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. show up and you hang out there for half of a day. Where the hell were you? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I waited eight hours for you. Oh, I didn't know. Sorry, I came, I came of, here from Montana. Well, you I came here from. I was here all the way from Custer City. What's wrong with you? Oh God, I'd be so pissed. I'd be not good in the 1800s. We're gonna, we're gonna Son of a bitch. I got here for 30 minutes and I'm not waiting any longer. I think this is the second episode in a row of Deadwood references. Wow, this Deadwood's gonna, wonderful. This is just going to spin off into a podcast about Deadwood, I think. Yeah. So she's making dinner for her friends and Colin Firth now because he's over there. And then all of a sudden, fucking Hugh Grant shows up yeah. uninvited as little, well. Was now he a little we're tipsy ripe. too. Seems I guess a little drunk, he did seem like drunk. Kind of aggressively. Well, because he just got dumped. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I. So figured. he's fresh off the dump, right? Yeah. I was so fucking pissed because he says, "I thought you'd be on your own." No, listen here, Hugh Grant. I'm going to the gym now. I'm on TV. <laughs> yeah. I got. Blue soup going? Leave me alone. Yeah, I've, done, I've moved on happen. from you. Yeah. yeah he's <laughs> Everything's very cocky. coming up Zellweger, all right? He's, he's very cocky. Yeah, so he just shows up. Well, sociopaths like that are. Yeah. Because he's trying to convince her, like, oh, my my fiance dumped me because I couldn't I couldn't stop going on and on and on about you and yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. Fuck you, Hugh Grant. You're insulting my intelligence. Yeah, and she kind of half, kind of falls for it a little I don't bit, know, though. though. She's, she's leaving the door open. She didn't tell him to get the fuck out right now. She talked to him. She took him in another room. She almost messed it up with first. I think I would have totally been like, get okay. the fuck out. But bottom line, doesn't matter how it happens. Firth and Hugh Grant start to throw down and have a goddamn upper crust British guy in the street fist fight, which is, I've never enough... I get, I'm not saying that British people are all, they're not, you know, they're soccer hooligans that get drunk and fight each other all the time. This is two upper crust, cardboard cutout job, professional, you know, fancy schmancy guys fighting each other in the street, which makes me insanely happy. Yeah. This was my favorite part of the movie. Well, he goes, all right, Cleaver outside. And I was like, ooh, here it comes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I expected him. I didn't expect a fight to happen. Oh, I totally I expected him. Now see here, sir. And then give him a good piece of his mind. Do you bite your thumb at me, sir? Good day, sir. And then he walks away. That's what I expected to happen. I didn't expect an actual fist fight. So they fight, and Zellweg gets all pissed off at at Colin Firth. She's like, what's the matter with you? Right? Which I was like, it's all a- she wants is one of them to give a shit about her, and they both just had a fucking fight in the street over her. Yeah. I mean, you'd think that she'd just be tickled. That that happened to her. You would think she's been wanting attention the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then Daniel or Hugh Grant says the fucking worst. I wanted to punch him right in the shardy teeth or whatever the fuck he's got going on there. He says, if I can't make it with you, I can't make it with anyone. Fucking disgusting. Yeah. Please sit down, sir. He's That's disgusting. Maybe I'm Bridget you know Jones. I weigh 131 pounds, all right? Maybe he is a publicist. Yeah, I'm telling you. Maybe he is we're going to have to look at that. <laughs> so now we're at, um, they're watching, I think, New Year's or maybe Christmas, whatever, the dad and Renee Zellweger. And uh, 
I love that she says, I'm going to Bedfordshire. I'm always calling bed that now. I'm going to be like, I'm going to Bedfordshire. Is that what she meant by yeah. that? I she said, I'm she... going to bed. She made a joke. You missed the joke? I thought that was some town she had to go to in the morning because she's British. I have no, no idea. No, she said, I'm going to Bedfordshire. I was like, oh, Bedfordshire. That <laughs> must be outside of London. I had no fucking idea what that meant. Okay. So the she's... mom shows back up and she has dumped her... QVC Home Shopping Network boyfriend. And she's like, hey, so I know I really screwed the pooch on this one. You take me back? And then he's like, I don't know. And she's all upset with him about it. And it's like, no, you, you didn't just get to fucking yeah. run around and do whatever the hell you want you make expect? me sit here. Maybe he should go fight <clears throat> the guy in the street. like you. Grant oh, that would have been funny. By the I would have liked that. They went through a plate glass window in that fight. Did you see that? A yeah. shard of that glass <gasps> came down like yeah. a guillotine. Watch it. They literally, I know. if one of them was still in it, it would have taken a limb they off. I'm not bloody. even kidding. Bloody. Did you see that they, cake? They should have been in the hospital, both of them. They should have totally for a been week. in the hospital. They go through did, a plate glass window. Did you see that fucking Parthenon cake that they made? Yes, I thought they were going through the cake. I thought that they were too. I, I, I was like, oh, that cake. I thought, number one, I thought that guy was going to drop that cake. And then I was like, oh, here it comes. And I was like, nah, and then the Greek guys join in on fighting yeah. them because that probably took them six hours to make that, that goddamn cake. That was like a writer's <laughs> trick because when they yeah. showed the cake, I in my mind envisioned like guys walking with a big plate glass window and something going through it like in yeah. a cartoon. Yeah. And then two seconds later, they go through a plate glass window. So I felt like they were like, here's a little writers trying to amuse themselves. Yeah. Ugh, jerk offs. Jerk offs. Um, so the mom... Ends up the mom and dad end up getting back together, no problem. Everything's just back to normal, right? But the mom and the dad getting back together, I think that the whole point of that with the writers is that the mom's like, Oh, so Mr. you know, Mark Darcy's gonna be there and she's like, oh, I don't give a shit. He mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah, just to get the mom back in the house yeah. to have a conversation with her. Yeah. And then Bridge and then he's like, Well, you know, uh, his best friend at college ran off with his wife. By the way, she calls because I guess Colin Firth was married to a Japanese lady. Yeah. They always talk about what a cruel race. Yeah, well, they're all. I, think I was like, oh my God. I think old British people are racist, is what they're getting at. The, oh, okay. I, I think that's what they're saying. All right, because I was like, whoa, whoa. Which, I mean, all the colonies they had and they, you know, oppressed yeah. all of India. I think they were pretty racist. It was getting back a little stuffy. Day, so I was like, oh. It. Yeah. That was okay. a little weird. Yeah. So they go to this party, right? It's the mom, the dad, and whatever. And it's at, I guess, Colin Firth's parents' house or something like that. Mm. So Colin Firth is at another fucking party where Bridget Jones has to be. Yeah. Um, she showed up to find him, I feel like. Yeah. Right? Well, they knew that she that she's like, oh, Mark's going to be there. And she's okay. like, no, it's okay. I don't want to go. And oh, okay. Then, she, then the she mom to the tells, party. Yeah. Gotcha. Mom tells gotcha. her what actually happened. And so then now they're all going. Tells her that you grant banged his yeah. wife, not the other way yes, around. Yes, exactly. Yes. Which, Which I what, don't know. We all thought that from the beginning. Yeah. I thought that immediately. So I don't know why she never thought that either. Yeah. And I don't know why she never asked, like, hey, how come you're so weird with yeah, what's the deal? Why don't you guys get along? Yeah. It's... I get why, like, so she asks Hugh Grant that, but, like, as a woman, you ask both sides. Like, we're, we're nosy people. Yeah. But I ask everybody what their side British. of the story is. She's British. She's very polite. I guess. It's politeness. It's not <clears throat> her place. So she goes there, I think, to tell Colin Firth, listen, I'm really sorry. I like you. Sorry I chose Hugh Grant over you. I don't know. Whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. So we find out that uh, Colin Firth is going to be moving to New York. Yeah, for some partner in a law firm, some crazy, insane job. And then he's also going to be marrying his sister wife. Yes, he's going to be marrying Natasha, the boring whatever the hell she is. 
The boring bowl of oatmeal. She, that's a great way to put her. She is human she oatmeal. Is, yeah. Human oatmeal. No, no fruit in it or anything. Yeah, just human oatmeal. Just, plain. She's just plain oatmeal. Plain. No brown sugar. <laughs> However you like that oatmeal, that's not how she is. <laughs> she's just, you take a spoon and you on a plate and that's her. Boom. She's some school cafeteria Oof. oatmeal. Yes. So now Bridget Jones has the worst luck with men, okay? So far, both guys that she has liked has been unavailable and engaged. Yeah. But both of them have called off their engagements for her, so... Engagements come and go like nothing in this movie. Yeah. Like the wind. So, I mean, she really should be quite pleased with her luck, though, because they've both been engaged, but... They have both gone back to her. That's true. They always end up back at the... Well, she does... She'll so she's do, really not that unfortunate. She'll do butt stuff. That's why. We've known that about her. <laughs> she'll do lots of weird illegal butt stuff and they keep coming back. They're like, I can go find somebody else, but I know she'll well, do that Firth weird thing. Well, Firth hasn't done butt stuff with her yet. No, but he knows. He can sense what she's, he's got over there. And he's so weird and stoic. I feel like that's all he thinks about is butt stuff. He does look like a serial killer. Yeah, I feel like he's like, I'm going to do weird stuff to her butt. I think he feels... <laughs> yeah. So. So he, she finds out that they're, gonna, they're engaged. So she asks Mark Darcy to go in the other room because she wants to tell him, hey, I like you, whatever, yeah. right? And so then she goes back, and now she's sad again at her apartment. All, that's how it always ends up. She's always back and sad at her apartment. Watching TV, drinking booze. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. very true. That's, that's all she does. That's all she does. So... Her friends come by and they're going to take her to Paris so that she can forget all about Mark Darcy, right? Yeah. And what's actually really funny is that, you know how I always say, like, whenever I'm trying to rush you out of the house, I always say, come the fuck on, Bridget? Yeah. Yeah, I got that from this movie. Because he's like, come the fuck on, Bridget. Like, you know, whatever. I think it's hilarious. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) My God, that just cheapens our whole... Our no, whole it exchange. No, it doesn't. No, it's terrible. I no, it doesn't. It makes it better now Ugh. that you know. Now we can both say it to each other. No, I'm not. I won't Come say on. anything. Any Anything that has anything to do with this movie, I'll be avoiding like the plague <laughs> the rest of my life. <laughs> so anyway, so um, Mark Darcy shows up, or Colin Firth shows up while she's going to fucking whatever. So conceivably, we're supposed to believe, as the audience, that he flew directly from that party to New York, then back to England. Yeah, they show him getting off a plane, like getting at Kennedy Airport, getting in a cab, <laughs> like he's in New York. We're supposed to believe that he left after the party mm-hmm. that night, flew to New York, and then flew back. Flew back. Yeah, it's like and, a twelve-hour fucking flight. And left Oatmeal Girl there too. He has no need for Oatmeal Woman anymore either. Yeah. yeah. So she's gone. Natasha, the Oatmeal Sister Wife, is gone. Gone. Okay, but we out don't know picture. where she goes. So the only thing that Bridget Jones asks is, so you're not going to New York, you're going to stay here. But she never says, like, and then what about the bowl of oatmeal? I think that's... A, that's that's uh, implied? That's implied. You, I'd ask. Because she was moving to New York, too. Because she she's also an I'd attorney. I'd ask. I get that, but I think that maybe she was trying to keep it not to bring... Because you, you bring up the bowl of oatmeal, that just brings the whole proceeding to a halt, I think, at that point. <laughs> Any sexual energy you guys had yeah. going on is killed dead by mm-hmm. the oatmeal woman, mm-hmm. I feel like. So the friends came there to, to, to take her away from, you know, Colin Firth and thinking about Colin Firth. But then when Colin Firth shows up, they're like, all right, see ya. Yeah, they, but what, he gives up this job for her? Yeah. Her? 
Like Arrested Development, her? What? Like if I was his friend, I would strongly advise him against yeah. this. She is flaky at best. Yeah. She's unstable. No. She's she's Drinks a crazy a person. Lot. She's an alcoholic. She's crazy as fuck. Yeah, this is she not word vomit all the, the time. Nice girl, if you want to date her. Oh no, fine. I have seen the second Bridget Jones because she continues the word vomit in the second one. Well, I feel like that's her character. That's her. That's her brand. Word vomit. That's, yeah. that's what brings all the people to the theater right there. They need to see Renee Zellweger uh, stutter in British, I yeah. guess. Stammer and stutter around in British. Ugh. So, Bridget, they go upstairs, um, you know, so they go upstairs and then somehow, I think she's going in the other room to change. Yeah. Right? And so then another fucking journal is read. Mark, uh, Colin Firth her reads her diary. Is she planning on publishing this diary? I don't know. She puts a title inside of it, like in the front cover. The di- oh, no. Women like to title things. Is she? Pl- I feel like she's planning on publishing this, which no. I thought the movie, I, I was surprised it was over because I thought for sure that she was going to go make you Grant publish it. I thought that was going to be <laughs> the time. That would have been awesome. Like she was going to give it to him. No, that would have made this movie like, so much better. Yeah, she's going to say, like, I'm going to name you in this if you don't publish it. If I take it somewhere else, your name's going to be in it or something. He that would have like, been ultimate you know, vengeance. All right, fine, fine, I'll put it out. And Other than yeah. saying that she's going to, that That's instead of working with him, she'd rather uh, wipe Saddam Hussein's butt. But, like, because she's writing what I feel like she's writing a book the whole time where she worked for a publisher. So I feel like there was a okay, connection yeah, where... No, I she was going to get that together. published and then be like an author that all the other women looked up to as like this girl who was honest about uh, her feelings. Yeah, like, that's what I thought we were going with. Instead, we're just, just <laughs> she, nope, she's just going to bang a boring English hers guy. Is, that's hers it. This is called Eat, Drink, Love. I, dude, I had a way better <laughs> plot for her. I had a way better ending. Yeah, for that would have been a way better ending. Way more empowering, too, yeah. right? She's just sad and now yeah. she found a boring Fuck guy. Fuck you, Hugh Grant. Yeah. Dude, all right, I'm going to rewrite right, this we're movie. We're going to rewrite this movie. We got it. We're Definitely. also going to make Frigid Jones's diary. Frigid Jones, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is the other So one. he read her diary and she, of course, always talks about what, like, so number one, she leaves it open, which I don't know of any woman. Diaries usually have passcodes. They're already, Something. they're always like on somebody's person. This is a three hundred page diary. He opens to the one page in the whole book where she's talking shit about him, of course. Well, no, because he t- keeps turning the pages and he sees that she keeps calling him an asshole. And then he's like, uh, well, that's right. true. They run into each other everywhere they go. So yeah, he would have. She would have seen she, him enough he, to yeah, write about him. Yeah, he pops up enough. So she says like, okay, he's an asshole, whatever. And then he's just like, right. And then he just leaves. Mm-hmm. Now Bridget Jones comes out in her underwear. Chasing him. And she's like, and she looks and she sees that her diary is open to a page where it says Mark Darcy's an asshole. Something attractive about a girl in their underwear and a pair of sneakers for some reason. I don't know why that was kind of an attractive look. Like, I'm going to run down the street and I'm in my, I don't know, it was like athletic and also almost naked at the same time. We're going to have a discussion about no, no, this later. Not Renee Zellweger. <laughs> not her doing this, but just the general idea of that. I was like, that's not a bad outfit. You know? Okay, like so the, I thought it was ridiculous that she did that and she couldn't just pop well, yeah. a pair of pants on. But she I could, guess yeah. maybe Mark Darcy would appreciate. Because she's got to be some sort of, There's always comic relief with her. She's always got to be some sort of... Well, yeah. It's... Ugh. Yeah. So she um, starts running. She grabs like a cardigan. She grabs like a flimsy cardigan yeah. to go run, right? She puts her, te- her tennis shoes on and she goes to go run. She chases after him for forever. Ne- never locks her door. Never. No. She's always leaving the house. It's England. Yeah, I mean, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Sneak in there and boil some meat? I think they're going to sneak in there, boil up all your meat, <laughs> and that's it. 
That's all you're, you're going to leave. Ha-ha! Ha-ha! I crocheted you a doily, and you're like, what? Okay. I made you some oatmeal. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> no! Stop making my oatmeal! <sighs> okay, so... So she finds him, and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he's like, oh, it's okay, I got you a new diary so you can have a fresh start. Yeah, that was right. That's why he was walking out. Yeah. yeah. And then she's like, oh, okay. And then they just start making out. In the snow. In the snow, in the middle of whatever. So she's officially the, my legs don't get cold guy. Yeah, she's like, yeah, my legs don't get cold. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And he wraps his coat around her, which is whatever. And that's But what it. I thought was disturbing, and this is when I actually thought that he kills people, is she says, oh, wait, nice boys don't kiss like that. And he's like, yes, they fucking do. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's going to chop her up. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was showing his true colors there. Yeah, I was was like, he is going to murder her. That's what happened to Oatmeal Girl. (laughs) Now we know. What happened to Natasha? Uh, Don't worry about it. Don't you fucking ask me. That's why he doesn't smile. No, he can't. The memories. (laughs) He can't. The memories that haunt him. He can't smile. He's incapable. So, yeah, they're making out in the middle of the town square or whatever, so far away from home. She has no pants on. We had a new diary, and we got a door unlocked with someone in there boiling meat and making oatmeal. Yeah. That's vandalism, that's, I guess, in Britain. That's British vandalism. I made all the meats. <laughs> <laughs> I really sobbed up their meats. <laughs> I boiled the ham good. Just, nah. I overboiled their ham. Ha-ha! <laughs> so... That was Bridget Jones's diary. That yeah, was a nightmare that I'll never get back. I'll never get that back. That was that was Bridget Jones's diary. Um, so now we're gonna do the Heigl meter. Heigl meter, it so is. Oh boy. The is Heigl it? meter is uh, essentially we, uh, a scale of zero to five Heigls. Five being the five most punishing. Five being the most punishing. Like, oh my God, cannot believe that I had to watch this. Want to go take this pen and stab it in my eye. Yes. Yes. I give this movie three and a half high goals. Three and a half high yeah, goals. Three and okay, a half what's high your goals. reasoning there? It's just, it's just a mid range. It's entertaining enough because she does get some. She tells uh, Hugh Grant, "I'd rather wipe Saddam Hussein's butt than work for you." Yeah. Um, was and then he... she gets to be sort of a cool journalist. Yeah. So you're so three and a half. So three you, and a half. that's worth a star and a half to you. That that. That extra to make it from five to make it the most punishing, you take away a Yeah, star I'm going to go three and a half, yeah. Things. Okay, I'm going to give it four and a half. Wow. It's close. It's close. <laughs> if it, the only thing that saves it is it was mercifully not two hours and 20 minutes or anything. That's the only thing that keeps well, it from I didn't being even five pay attention finals. to how. I think it was like an hour 50, which is fine. That's standard. Still too long for this, but standard. I don't know why they don't just make operating romantic procedures. comedies. Hour and a half. That would be great. But like I said, like a love actually that we know is like 215. That's the only thing that can quite achieve the five level. It has to be, unless it's highly punishing in another way. This is four and a half. Four, just for Zellweger's accent and the fact that she's British in this movie for some (laughs) fucking reason. Four for that. Half another Heigl for just an embarrassingly terrible plot and completely missed opportunities in plot. Yeah, they really did. Now that you brought that up, I didn't even think about that. Book publisher. What are we doing? Put two and two together. Well, yeah, because it even says in the description that that the the one great book that, you know, the humorous book is the one she's writing. So is she publishing it? No, not at all. I never once thought that she was publishing it. That was what I thought she was doing. I would have thought it would be great. That's what I figured. Yeah, she, and then at the end, she was going to become like this 
feminist celebrity or something, or this girl that everyone's, you know, this woman that everybody can relate to. Oh, yeah, to. like Heigl, when, you know, in the, yes. in the newspaper, because yes. she's always, always, always a bridesmaid. Exactly, except better because this one has talent. She's not just a crazy person. And it would have been perfect in true romantic comedy fashion because there always has to be a fucking public, like, publication. Yes, yes. On parade. Absolutely. All right, yeah, no, so, they really fucked it up. They blew it. They screwed the pooch on this You guys one, really but. made love to the pooch on this Maybe one. they make up for it in parts two three four five and six absolutely not no okay no. well what are you gonna do you know all the great ones they have to have three movies at least three sequels yeah know. she like, joins, just like the godfather she joins the godfather and, and things of that nature and you know lesser movies like rambo <laughs> yeah <laughs> rambo, exactly terrible um so yeah all right so lesson learned here is make sure that you are honest with people don't go for a daniel cleaver if you see a fucking sociopathic man who's <laughs> of the hugh grant variety run <laughs> i can't disagree he's gonna with you. do butt stuff <laughs> he's gonna do butt stuff and then dump you right afterwards at least if yeah. you're gonna, and men if you're gonna do butt stuff keep them around for a while that's yeah. not polite don't yeah. be a don't be a jerk if you're if you're gonna that's vo- not- if you're going to violate their butt space, at least then don't be a dick about it afterwards. You know what I'm saying? That's not polite. That's, well, that's not polite. That's not British of you. How very un-British of you, Hugh Grant. Uh, so hopefully you guys didn't have to watch this movie. We did. Well, and if you do, I, I think that people should watch it. They should. Yeah, if you really want to hate yourself for an hour and a half, go ahead and put it on. Yeah. So... Um, Anyway, rate and review us on iTunes. Please. Give us five stars. Tell us what you think. You can also follow us on social media. We're at You Got High Gold, uh, Y-O-U-G-O-T-H-E-I-G-L-D on Twitter and Instagram. And P.S. I hate this movie on Facebook. Yes, please do that. Rate and review. That helps us out so much. Thank you guys so much for listening yeah, to us. Yeah, we've gotten a couple of really great... Um, <clears throat> Uh, reviews lately. Somebody said they hate rom-coms and that this is right up their alley. So hello to you and hopefully hopefully you hated Bridget Jones as much as we did. Definitely. And yeah, please, the iTunes reviews mean the world to us. They're what help us out the most. So if you want to help us out, if you like the show, if we make you giggle, takes 30 seconds, sign in and give us five stars on iTunes and help us out. And uh, we we suffered for an hour and 50 minutes through Bridget Jones. You can suffer through 30 seconds of so writing us. Do, do that, please. Yeah. Um, maybe you can just write us a review and tell us, I got heigled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, I, got, I did. I, you heigled me, man. Yeah, you heigled me big time. Um, yeah, if you guys like James, check him out. Crime and Sports. It's another podcast where he talks about athletes who really... Got in trouble with the law. You and don't have to like sports. No. To listen to that. It's mainly more about no, the No, it's more crime. about, yeah, it's more about athletes just really fucking their lives up. Yeah, if you like Human Disaster, that would be the, the podcast to listen to. Absolutely. And then he also has a new podcast that just came out. Called uh, Small Town Murder. Check that out every week. We look at a, mur- a small town, all any town all over the world, all different small towns, and a murder that happened there. And kind of what makes the town tick and how it's connected to this murder. It's a very cool podcast. And we make fun of everything. It's a comedy. So do that. Tune in. We have a really, really good time. Please. <clears throat> All right. Well, thank you guys. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 